This episode of The Taylor Stevens Show is brought to you by listeners, readers, and patrons. If you'd like to learn how to support this podcast, please visit www.patreon.com slash taylorstevens. Stevens, the New York Times bestselling and award-winning author of Kick-Ass International Thrillers, and this is The Taylor Stevens Show with my good friend Steve Campbell, where we are kicking writing in the butt one word at a time. And Taylor, I wish I had one of those horns that you blew in and made a honking sound and paper went spiraling out, and, and I could wish you a Happy New Year, but I'll just wish you Happy New Year. How, how, how are you doing? It's been a while doing- since we've talked. <laughs> <laughs> When you said that honking sound thing, I heard it in my head. So Michigan that's because you live with things that make that honking sound. <laughs> it's true. <I> do. <laughs> Happy New Year's, everybody. 2021. Wow. Who would have thought? And since we've made it through 2020, we're going to try something a little bit different here at the start of 2021. And we're calling this the short story project. It's going to be something that will intersperse uh, episodes about this between other episodes. But this, in this episode, we just kind of want to explain what the short story project is, where the idea came from, and why we're doing it. So you may remember all the way back to last year, <laughs> we we had we had an episode and Taylor mentioned this worksheet that she has that she uses to help to build stories and then to flesh out ideas and things like that. And every time she mentions that we get questions about that particular worksheet and it's not something that I I don't think she would be comfortable sharing in its entirety. But we're going to use the worksheet. We're going to talk about the worksheet, and we're going to use the worksheet as a part of this short story project. And so that was sort of the genesis of the idea for this. But we're going to take it a little further than just, like, writing a short story. Uh, We also want to then um, explore different areas for getting the short story published, whether that be through um, one of these monthly magazines that that publish mystery and thriller articles or as part of um, an anthology or that there's just a lot of different ways and we'll explore the different ways that you can distribute short fiction. I want to just pause real quick and, and clarify. When we're saying we here, yes, what we mean we, is... We, we. <laughs> <laughs> what we mean is, is that Steve and I are going to use this worksheet together to sort of discuss and build out a story. But Steve's going to be doing the actual writing and Steve is going to he wanted to write a short story. And he's like, let's use this worksheet. And we could even walk ourselves through it and figure out what we're going to do and how we're going to do what the story is going to be about we could do it on air so that everybody can experience what it's like to use the worksheet to help figure out these different story elements. So we're starting from scratch. Like, there's no idea. There's no exist. We know is that Steve wants to write a, stor- a short story. And then, as he was explaining, would be like, well, let's not just write it. I want to see if we can get it published. But that brings us back snake eating its tail a little bit. Because 
to get a short story published, you have to know where you want to get it published. It's not like submitting it to publishers because there are specific venues that do short stories. And each one has its own criteria of what types of stories they publish. So now back to you, Steve. Yeah, so it's not only what types, but the length. Oddly enough, even the type of file that you send in, which is really bizarre when you start looking into the different ways of submitting material and the the specifics uh, that are that are needed to actually submit the material, and maybe this is just a thing in the world of traditional publishing because this is, you know, this is kind of like traditional short story publishing, looking looking to publish in a magazine or something like that, and if that doesn't work in an anthology or something. We did a similar thing a few years ago where we talked through a story and then that story was published in an anthology. And I have to say that uh, that anthology sold pretty well and the story earned considerably more than any of these other publications would pay for a story. Um, But you don't write short stories to make money. Um, I you, don't you... really write anything. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Let's not you start off the, the year that way, Taylor. <laughs> but you write you write short stories to get your name out there and and to you know so that people will become more familiar with you. And if you have other books and stories and things like that, or a series that's going to spin off from a short story. Um, so will this that... have been the second short story that you'll have done? I actually did uh, several short stories as a part of a collection called Four Seasons of Reno Hart, I think was the title of it, Okay. Um, where the idea of that, that Reno Hart was a uh, private investigator, and without knowing, I'd written these three stories. I was actually working on a novel, and I needed, I needed background material. Not Well, I, I needed to understand the character better, so I wrote these short stories, and it turned out that the first one was written in the winter, second one in the spring, third one in the fall, and so all I needed was something in the summer, and then I had like an, an actual idea. So the, the fourth one was actually written as a, as a season, and the others just happened to take place in three distinct season so that's very clever that was yeah it was yeah, it was not clever ahead of time it was uh, clever <laughs> it's, see this is the way you fix things and i don't think this was your idea either but you you fix things like after the fact it's like hmm, we could do this and call it this yes and that's, the, uh, that's one of the benefits of being the god of your own universe is you need to <laughs> alter your creations exactly so yeah so there are four there are four short stories there and then the other short story that we did as a part of uh the show where we just brainstormed an idea and and i i can't even remember how but somehow or other ice cream work worked into the discussion and we knew there had to be ice cream somehow and yes and i I have to look up what that episode is, is and uh put it into the put it into the show notes but that was that was fun and that was published in an anthology uh i don't know a couple of years ago and uh, was very well, very well reviewed at the time. So I was happy about that. So one, one of the things that's going to be rather interesting, I think, about doing this project on air, so to speak, and, um, and having me involved in it is I've never written a short story. I'm not sure I'm capable of writing a short story. My, the, my brain just doesn't work in short. It works in very long form uh, it takes me 10,000 words to say hello. So uh, 
it's going to be interesting for me in the sense that I'm going to have to switch my thinking and, and it's going to be, I'm looking forward to it because I'm hoping I can learn about writing short stories um, and maybe eventually get to the point where I could even write one myself, um, not as part of this project. But I think that for me, that's going to be the most fascinating aspect of it, not the building out, but building out for short what it takes to because it's a different it's a different type of thinking it's a different type of of structure. And um, Steve, when we talk about doing this short story, what length are we looking at? The I think the highest end we could go is is 10,000 words. So probably like five to 8,000. It would be okay, we're the, the sweet spot. Okay. Which so, probably means like 7,999. <laughs> so I know we kind of, we rambled a little bit here and gone around, but to, to recap, we have this short story project. It's going to be part of our recordings this year. We don't know how long it's going to take. So in between other subjects that we discuss, we'll probably be coming back to the short story project. We're going to build it out on air. We're going to figure it out, figure out what we're going to do uh, as far as the story goes. And then we'll probably go away for a while Steve, with the subject as Steve writes it. But the other thing that's going to be really interesting that we talked about before deciding to actually do this as part of our show, the show, is that in submissions, we face very real chance of rejection. Like there's no guarantee that after all of this, all of a sudden, ooh, we did this on the show uh, and now it's going to be so perfect and we're going to submit it and it's going to be accepted. There's a We're going to deal with the same kind of rejection and the same kind of time frames of waiting and waiting and waiting as anything else. And it's very possible that after all, we get to the end, it's written, we've done all our tweaking and beautifying that we can do and it doesn't go anywhere. And um, then you can experience that along with yeah, us too. That is the writing life. And mm -hmm. to, to be completely honest, if... Taylor, if we were if we were doing this project together and it were going to be under Taylor's name, there is a much better chance that we would sell it. But we're not doing it that way. We're you know we're I'm writing it. Taylor will do the the kind of story work that that she normally does, and it'll have my name on it. So I do not have a publishing track record. So a magazine is not going to look at this and say, "Ooh, what a coup! We've got a story from Steve Campbell." So but, it, the, it will have yeah. to earn its way in based on the merits of the story. But I just want to iterate. Is it iterate or reiterate in this sense? I think it's iterate. Um, that th no, it's reiterate. If you're saying something, if you're restating it's something, for the it's first reiterate. Time. I'm saying it for the first time. Okay, <laughs> all right. right. Okay. <laughs> hey, we're having a word discussion. Um, <laughs> we are kicking <laughs> words in the butt, one writing at a time. <laughs> I want to iterate that... Um, Having my name on it would not guarantee it got like we could have the exact same story like and just swap out the author's name. Having my name on it would not guarantee it any better publication. All it would do is get them to look at it if they were very busy and, um, you know, had this huge slush pile that they were going through. If something came in with my name on it, they might maybe give it a little more attention. But having my name on the story would not sell it. I don't believe any more than anybody, other's name, anybody else's name because the story has to sell itself. 
So um, I just want to put that out there for anybody who hasn't published anything that it's okay going in. Your odds are the same. If, if it's the story that matters, all, all that having the name does is get you maybe to the top of the looking line. And for a lot of, for at least two of the publications that I'm aiming for here, I know some award-winning authors who, when they get a story accepted into one of these magazines, they are really excited. So it's not, it's not, highly likely that it's going to be accepted by one of the ideal landing spots for this. But I want to try, because why not? And this is, this is, this is the, the life. It's writing something, sending it in, getting it rejected, or writing it, publishing it, and having it rejected by readers, one way or the other. Um, if the story, the story lands the way it lands. Absolutely. And one of the things that we talked about also before we decided to do this is that the issue of content. So like when you are writing a novel, um, we've talked before about genre, how you don't have to write any specific genre, but writing in genre makes it easier for the whole publishing machine to tell other readers, hey, this is, if you liked so-and-so, you're going to like this. If this is your type of reading, you're going to like this. And so it makes it easier for them to sell. So it's much harder to sell a novel outside genre because they don't know what to do with it. And the easier it is for them to figure out how to sell it, the better your chances of getting them to take it. When you go into the subject of short stories, when you're trying to get published in a magazine, that idea of writing to genre, actually, um, it intensifies because magazines, like a publisher will publish a whole wide array of genre and they might like exclude a few because that's just too niche for them. But they, you have, you know, even every single editor might take on multiple genres within a certain space. Uh, spectrum, right? So they might do mysteries, thrillers, um, historicals, and something else. So that you have that that variety, but when you get to the magazine level, magazines are sp- very specific in what it is they're looking for. They they have a very um, niche audience. So a mystery magazine is going to specifically do mysteries. They're not going to branch out too far. Like you might be able to have a mystery with a little more action that pushes you over into this, you know, suspense thriller. But if they are doing uh, detective mysteries, for example, then you just can't go that way. It's not what their market is looking for. So when we were discussing this, it was like, okay, before you can even begin, if you're writing a short story with the idea of getting it published, well, you have to already have your publishers in mind. What magazines are are available and which ones are you writing for? Because it doesn't matter how good your story is if it doesn't fit their specific um niche of what they're looking for, what their readers are looking for, they're not going to publish it. So don't even bother. So in all of that, it meant having to look into what magazines are out there. And so, Steve, what was it that you 
found and what did you decide to do in terms of genre, what type of story you want to write? The top two um, that I that I that I want to pitch to first are um, Alfred Hitchcock and Ellery Queen uh, monthly. And those are like mystery thriller-ish, but mostly mystery kind of thing. But they, the stories can have, uh, you know, a, a significant amount of suspense to them as well. Those are the ones that I've been reading most of my life. Uh, there are several others um, that I'm, that I would submit to as well if I don't get a positive response from those two. But I want to focus on those two initially, and I will use I will use their requirements uh, to set length requirements and things like that. So that means that this story that you write has to have a mystery in it. Is that correct? Yes. yes. Okay. So that sets up our expectations. And then you have some leeway in how, like, does it need to be a hard-boiled mystery or detective mystery, or does it need to follow? You've been reading these magazines for a while, so what is your sense of the types of mysteries that show up in them? It's it's all over the map. It, it can be like, uh, you know, police detectives, private detectives, um, there's not a lot of cozy type stuff in there, but there's a lot of amateur sleuth type stuff, but not, not cozy specific, not the kind of things that you would think of as, as being cozy mysteries. So I don't think we're locked into a certain type of thing. Um, you know, ideally if you did like a hard boiled PI kind of thing, that would, that would set up well for either of these. So this is kind of in your wheelhouse then, because You've already done the Reno Hart stories, and she was a private detective. And you're currently working on the Reggie stories, and he's a private detective. So mysteries are, as a genre, is something that you read a lot and also that you're familiar with writing, yes? Yes, but what I'm not, what I've never done is to try and do um, uh, hard-boiled type stuff, um, like, tough guy detective fiction. And is that the direction that you are hoping to go? I think so, just because it would be different for me. And um, so I think it would be kind of fun and to, just to see if I could wrap my brain around it. So when you say hard-boiled, I think noir. I think that sort of old black and white, gritty, um, Sin City type, storytelling style. Is that what you have in mind? Probably. Probably. Okay. But when I think noir, I also think like 50 years ago. And I don't want this to be that kind of a story. I, I want it to be a modern day story that, you know, probably that takes place in a big city um, where horrible things happen as a matter of course. Um, just, just kind of set it up that way where the, the main character is used to these bad things happening and is able to deal with really bad people as opposed to the kind of things that I normally write, which are, there's not a lot of really bad people in them. And the, right, you know, so you're going darker and grittier and more violent? I don't know that it'll be more violent. Um, the crime might be more violent that, that's solved, but that would not be on the page. And you are you planning to do like a straightforward mystery like 
from the beginning, you know that something bad has happened, and then this person is responsible for solving. The I don't know. Out I, I mean, that's okay. that's and that's what we're going to use the worksheet for. Um, I'm yeah. going to when we start this, I'm going to have a few elements in mind. Like one of the elements in mind will be who I want the main character to be. Um, you know, the personality type. Another will be who I want the antagonist to be. One would be what the crime most likely will be. But then, you know, we need to work through the worksheets to understand how to turn it into a story in seven, 8,000 words. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, you know, a plot that's not so complex that it can't be solved in in 8,000 words. Right. Uh, but but still has enough action to keep people turning the page, et cetera, et cetera. So that's that's going to be, you know, when we work through this, that will be kind of the fun, the fun part. Will I don't be, know. I'm sitting here going, I'm so glad you're doing this and not me. <laughs> yeah, but what I, what, I, what I will be able to do will be to come to you with ideas and, and you'll say, okay, all right, so yeah, this is a good idea, this is a good idea, this is a good idea, and that is not a good idea. Yeah, and if you and put that, these together in this order, then it would work. Right. And then if yeah. you threw this in, then it would be even better. So it would be a little oh. bit like, you know, kind of like the, the times when you're edit, editing two paragraphs and you move things around. I think it's going to turn out to be kind of like that, except we're going to be working from a worksheet and you're going to suggest moving things around and that will make the plot flow a lot better. And then it's just a question of getting it written. I hope I'm so nervous about my version of my big scale storytelling, making it difficult for me to actually do that on a, this is, I'm, I'm so nervous about this, but also kind of excited. Yeah, it's going to be fun. Yeah. yeah. So it's going to be interesting. We might, guys, I seriously, I feel like I'm putting myself out there. It like, Stepping out onto a limb and preparing to saw it off because <laughs> I could totally flub this. <laughs> Steve will probably do great regardless, but I could totally flub this. So this is like it's, it's nerve wracking, but also exciting at the same time. You know, you know the old. Um, I, I don't know, I don't remember who said this, but somebody who talks about writing th- thrillers uh, or just maybe writing fiction in general is is like you've you've got to somehow or rather get your character up the tree and then set the tree on fire. Yeah. I think I think we're doing that to ourselves. We are. Um, and I'm also nervous because, like, almost everything that I've written, uh, at least everything that I've had published, um, has been – they're thrillers. They're, whatever mystery is involved is is part of the story in the sense of wanting to find out why these things happen. But it's not like the characters have to – specifically solve a mystery it's just different right like i'm writing for thrills and and not writing for puzzle solving even though the the puzzle solving ends up in the stories anyway so it just it's just different and so i don't even know that i could write a mystery um I i definitely haven't read enough to even know how they work so this is (laughs) scary But like I said, challenging and fun at the same time. So that is our project for 2021. And this will be wrapped around lots of other more traditional Taylor Stevens show type topics and things like that. And, and that's of course, assuming people sent, like have questions because I am still tapped out. Um, I mean, we need material, guys. So if you want stuff, I know we've already put this out there. 
we're getting some stuff, but, um, you know, help if you, I need to know how to help you. I need to know what topics interest you. And I am reaching the bottom of my teaching well here. So content. <laughs> content content is king, as they say. Yes. So that is it for the first episode of 2021, what will no doubt be a fantastic year for all of us. Um, we wish you guys the best going forward into 2021, and uh, we hope to be back in your ear again next Tuesday. See you guys next week. <laughs>